welcome to the Sacred City Life Podcast. This is your host, Pastor Justin Dean, and this podcast is all about following Jesus and the everyday normal rhythms of life. And the main audience that we're trying to serve are the uh, members that call Sacred City Church their home. This is just another avenue of discipleship for them. But we also know that we've got listeners from all over, and uh, we're really thankful that you found us helpful. And so we would, we'd, we'd love hearing from you. If you want to send us an email, let us know that you're listening. We would really appreciate it. So it's just cool hearing from everybody and how you're being blessed by the podcast. But this is the, uh, we're in Holy Week right now. And um, everybody's pretty much fried. At least I'm pretty much fried. My brain's fried. Because uh, who schedules a, uh, to close on a building on Holy Week? Ooh. You know, well, we do somehow. <laughs> Um, so we're going to talk a little bit about our new building today, but before we do, gentlemen, why don't you introduce yourself? Yeah, it's Rob Spikestra, Pastor of Discipleship. Kevin Kenor, Pastoral Assistant. Alex Tate, Secretary City Youth Director. All right, so basically the podcast today, I want to hear from these guys, and I'll share some thoughts as well on just what they are most excited about when it comes to our new building. So if you don't know, if you're listening here... We closed. Today is Thursday, so we closed yesterday. Yeah. On a um, roughly twenty-five thousand square foot building, it's um, got a worship space that can seat between four hundred and fifty and four hundred and seventy-five, which is bigger than ours currently. And uh, we got a lot of classrooms. We got like yeah. nine. We're gonna have like nine classrooms, mm-hmm. so enough for probably one hundred thirty, one hundred fifty kids uh, in one service. And some, we're going to have a big, nice atrium area and a kitchen area for the youth and, and a multi-purpose area for the youth. So we've got a lot more space than we've been working with for the past 12 years. And, um, but we do have a big project of remodeling ahead of us for the yeah. next few months. But So lots of stuff going on. It's in a different part of town. Uh, I want to hear from you guys. What, what are you thinking? What's, what, are you, what are you looking forward to? Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited about it. I mean, number one, we're all under one roof, right? Um, last night we did a walkthrough of everybody. Everyone's coming into the church, and it seemed like there was all smiles. Everybody got to see the entire vision from um, the sanctuary to the, the kids to um, catechism area, and then also the youth space, and it's, it was just a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's important to kind of, for maybe people who have never been here, uh, to un- understand our, our current situation is that we... Uh, we're in basically four different buildings on this campus that's a pretty large campus, and so we're all in different places, and so to bring it all under one roof is, uh, is a pretty significant yeah. uh, you know, endeavor for us. I think um, I, I was amazed last night of the, enthu- the energy that was there uh, as people walked through the different, um, the different spaces, and uh, the beauty of it is is that and I think this is important. And it's, we, uh, Alex and I, uh, youth director here, you, we were talking about it um, just a little bit ago. That uh, so, so people who don't have any youth, in now, now they'll walk right through where the youth are at, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's right, we got youth." I mean, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's just a, it's a physical reminder that there, that the church is made up of all kinds. And right now, we don't have that reminder. So it's you know, out of uh, what is that? That's uh, a good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, not only that. But even the kids, yeah, exactly. because the kids are in a two different buildings yeah. than the sanctuary yeah. or the theater that we're in now, yeah. and so that's one thing I noticed last night is all these little kids running around, like yeah. just running yeah. around through our legs and everything, yeah. going. 
And you don't have that in the sanctuary because no. there's very few kids in the in our in our theater now. Yeah. They're down here and then there's some green space in between mm -hmm. the buildings and so they're running around outside. Yeah. So that that is that's a good point. Yeah, so they're going yeah. to experience our, our our young ones are gonna the little kids are gonna experience the worship area that they don't right now really don't, you know, just physically don't think about really. Mm -hmm. They don't they don't it's not even in their heads. Yeah. And they're gonna be able to uh, you know, interact with what's they're going to see and feel the where the youth are at. And I was telling Knox, I remember when I was growing up, I could I was in you know I could hardly wait to get to the youth group because I could see them, I could actually physically yeah. see them, see them gathering. And I thought one day, one day I'm going to be there. You know, so that's I think that's going to be huge for our yeah. people. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just think about the accessibility of the building. So right now. Um, we have an event, Visitor Forum, that's where my mind goes, where it's great if you're the type of person, if you're younger and, and can get down the stairs, right, um, or, or up the stairs. We have a lot of stairs here, and so there aren't a whole lot of gathering spaces right now where we can, um, I'd say, conveniently engage newer people yeah. um, in, in more of an intimate setting to answer questions. And so I'm really looking forward to that, having a space where you just, you walk in the front door and you're on the same, same plane, and, you know, it's yeah. just well, that's more good. of an ability. Think about our foyer right now. I mean, you can't, yeah. you can't, you, you're in the way. Yeah. You're always mm -hmm. in the way. You're in the way if people want to go to the restrooms. You're in the way if you want to get coffee. You're yeah. in the way if you want to talk to somebody about missional community. Yeah. You are in the way. Right, right. And everybody feels that. So what does everybody do? Everybody gets out. Get moving. Get yeah, moving. Get out of here. Get out of here kind of a feel to it. So I believe with this atrium that we are going to be remodeling, we're going to be making in the remodel, I think it's going to be huge because it'll be a place that will be hospitable yes. where folks can just relax you can have that good, deep conversation with somebody who maybe is new, who wants to get part of a missional community, and you don't have, you know, you have space to talk yeah. to them. Just space. Yeah, yeah. It's, someone once said, our, our, the, the theater that we're in now, <clears throat> we have the best foyer or atrium in the Quad Cities about six months a year. Uh, mm. And that's our green space out front. That's because, yeah, yeah, that's right. Because we have a beautiful green space outside, but we can only use it six months of the year yeah, because right. it's too cold or too rainy or sometimes even too hot yep. the rest of the time. Um, and we have a tiny foyer that people either just hang out in the sanctuary or they have to rush to get through it and then to get their kids. And so now yeah. we're going to have some uh, 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 that third place where yep. people can just kind of hang out. It's going to have a coffee area. It's going to have some couches, some seating areas, some chairs, some yep. tables they can stand. Um, it's just going to have, I mean, really 3,400 square feet worth of just hospitality area just to, yeah. to, to hang out. Mm -hmm. You know, it's going to, it's going to have a good vibe too. It's going to have a good yep. aesthetic that I'm really looking forward to. So yeah, I, I would agree. I think, I think I'm looking forward to to all of those things as well. Yeah, I good. think another aspect, just from my perspective, being the pastor of discipleship that I'm looking forward to is we're still on mission. And our mission is we want to plant churches. Yeah. But what's so challenging to do that here in our space right now is we don't have a place where we can train in, in at the same location. I mean, so if we're going to do any kind of a training for our MC leaders, if we're going to do kind of any kind of any other type of training, we're constantly looking for some place to go to actually do that. Yeah. And in 
and it's not here. Usually it's somewhere else. We got to go to a different state. We got to go to another state. We got to go across the river to Illinois. And so, yeah, to think that as we are training up leaders, there's actually going to, we can, we can do it on any night of the week in the same place that we have gathered on Sunday mornings. I, I think we're going to be really surprised how much that's going to make a difference mm. in terms yeah. of the training that we want to do. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about that that's piece good. as well. Yeah. 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 I think one of the most exciting things for me is just to have an institution with our name on it. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're going to have an address with our name on the outside of the building we're planted in a neighborhood in one sense it's a tangible expression of these are going to be our people so we are going to be on mission to this yeah. neighborhood yeah. that we're in yeah and right now the question when i'm at the gym anytime i meet somebody new where's your church mm-hmm. right and of course i used to say everywhere yeah because <laughs> the church is the people and we're all over the quad cities but I know what they mean, and they, they mean, where's your church building? Mm-hmm. And it's always, well, we meet at the junior theater. Uh-huh. And immediately, it's, it's just in their mind that delegitimizes whatever it is you're doing. Yeah. Oh, you don't even have your own building. Yeah, like you're, right. just renting a, you're just renting mm-hmm. a space. What kind of church meets in a theater? Yeah. You know, like, it delegitimizes it in a sense. And so having our own location with our own name on it where people will come to recognize this is Sacred City. This is where Sacred City, this is the home base of Sacred City or whatever we're going to call it, Sacred City, Iowa, or Sacred City, Bettendorf. Um, I'm just looking forward to that sense of stability, that sense of building a foundation that's going to um, impact our city for, for generations to come. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. it's good. It was so cool yesterday. Just, I mean, to be honest, when you're when you're looking out, you see the littlest of the littlest kids, and then you see the teenagers, and you see the preteens, and then you see the, the the mom and dads, but then you also see the grandparents. Mm-hmm. Like you got generations like under one roof, yeah. and just exploring to see like what's to come. Yeah, and that was so good to see. You. Yeah, I shared this last night, but I might as well share it on the podcast for anybody that wasn't there. This building's been around in the Quad Cities. I mean, part of the building I think has been around been there since like the '40s. I think is mm-hmm. when the original one was and then or maybe it was the 50s i can't remember and then been added on to and the biggest part of the sanctuary the big sanctuary was added in the 80s so it's been a kind of a staple of the quad city mm-hmm. so a lot of people have heard of this building it used to be called first assembly of bettendorf and then it became hope church after after some some time and uh when it this building never came on the market we found out about it before it got on the market and we got in, got it under contract and scooped it up and bought it and got a great deal on it. We're really thrilled. And it happened so fast. My parents have a place, a vacation home in um, Florida. And so my parents were in Florida. And uh, I think this is the first ever building or property I've ever bought that I didn't walk my dad through because my dad's always helped me walk through it and, you know, spy out any, any big glaring problems. But, um, but called him, told him. And then, you know, oh, cool, great, great, great. And then my mom gets on the phone, and my mom's like, oh, yeah, that's where, that's where me and your dad got married. <laughs> that's cool. And I'm like, what? 
And they were going to a different church at the time, but their church didn't have a center aisle, and this sanctuary did, and so they used this sanctuary okay. in order to have their, their ceremony. And so, That's cool. Okay. Um, which is, what's really cool about that is then the, the old sanctuary they got married in, they, the, the church is really kind of just, I mean, I hate to say it, but it just destroyed all of, the, of its original beauty. Blocked out all the windows, covered up, you know, the, the stained glass windows, all kind of stuff to make it dark so it could be a youth youth room. And it's so covered up that you can't even hardly see what's underneath it until you, we're going to have to do some extensive demo. But my parents sent me a picture of their wedding and I got to actually see the window. And there's like, a, literally, it's at least 14 feet yeah. by eight feet wide, all glass window yeah. that's in the in the peak of this this room that's in this sanctuary that's just absolutely gorgeous that I can't wait I can't wait to restore yeah. but what I told them last last night is this is there's there's something real that this is in one sense some of my history right some of the past and it's also the future mm-hmm. right that's cool. I mean how cool is it that my parents were married in this building and God willing, my kids will be married in the same building. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it's just, like you said, it's just that multi-generational mm-hmm. aspect that's yeah. that's really, yeah. you know, exciting. Yeah, and that's uh, so much what we're talking about in terms of our, our mission. And the mission is renewing the cities. And the renewing of cities means you're committed to a location. You're committed to a place where you want to see not just the next generation, but generations really come to know Christ and see the kingdom of God mm-hmm. just press out in into yeah. our cities. So it's a it's a good, yeah, it's a great it's a great illustration of of, of that. So pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I think um, another thing that I'm really excited about is being able to go back to one service for yeah. for a little while. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't tell you how excited I am about that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's inevitable that when you go to two service, your your church starts to feel like two churches. Yeah. Because you got the first service people and you got the second service people. Mm-hmm. And if you're an MC, you might never see some of your MC family on Sunday morning because they might be first first service people and you might be second or vice versa. Yeah. And as a communicator and a preacher, preaching is a dynamic. It's dynamic communication. Sometimes people think that it's just static or it's just going from one guy and he's just delivering information. But that's not the reality. The reality is it's a dynamic communication. So it's it's a me up there and I'm trying to listen to the Holy Spirit. But also the people in the pews are communicating things to me, mm-hmm. even if they're unaware. Mm-hmm. If they have a confused look on their face, mm-hmm. I know, okay, mm-hmm. I got I to gotta explain that a little better. If they're leaning in and they're really engaged, mm-hmm. I know they're with me and, and they're like, I always joke, it's like telling, you know, a pit bull to sick them. Like, that's yeah. what it feels like to me. When I hear them saying amen, you know, it's like, let's go. Well, when you have two services, that, you just lose some of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You lose some of that. It is far more, I don't know, there's just something special. Yeah. When, when we're all together or, or when the church is more full, my sermons are better because there's more people to pull more out of me. Mm. It might be one person there that I know is lost and then God just has me zero in on them and I'm trying to explain it to them in a way that they can get it. You know, it's just things like that. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to being, being in one service. Yeah. Um, obviously my, you know, man, what am I going to do with those extra two hours of my life? <laughs> saying, you know? I feel like one, it's going to be easier for me. Like it's going to be less strain on my voice. 
way less strain on Joel and the worship team and the kids ministry and all this kind of stuff. So it's going to be pretty sweet. I'm, yeah. I'm, and it's just going to feel like, man, this is all of our family. Every week we're going to look around and go, this is our, man, I haven't even seen these people before. Oh, they're right. first service people. Oh, they're second, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm So a question that was, it was asked last night to me was, uh, so what are we thinking about going to one service? What, what time is the service going to start? So I said, well, we're, we're batting around 930. And they said, well, well, that'll give Justin that much more time to preach because they're still thinking, will, <laughs> will, will we end at 12? Yeah. <laughs> and oh, I said, yeah, I probably should uh, nail down when we're ending as yeah, well yeah. <laughs> because we, <laughs> we may be there a lot longer. That's right. So, yeah, we, I think we are going to go 930, <laughs> uh, split the difference in between the two. Yeah. And um, because we know kids, some kids, some people come to the morning service, early service, just because they've got kids that take naps. And so... Right. We want them, and sometimes some people just they want to beat the Baptist to the buffet line. Yeah. So <laughs> we get them out. We get them out by eleven thirty, and they can beat the Baptist. Yeah, you're in there. Well, see, the person who asked this asked this question was uh, Joshua, Pastor Joshua. So he, from Kenya, mm-hmm. so he was he was laughing. He said, yeah, I could go all day at our in, That's right. <laughs> where, where we're at. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. What That's else? Cool. What else are you guys thinking? What else are you guys looking forward to? Yeah, I'm just thinking the diminished setup. Um, I'm hopeful that that creates more opportunities for mission, you know, because I, I think like we have these guys who spend the mornings setting out the signs, right? And things like that. And that's, that's a good and important work where we are right now. But to have some of these guys be able to be more present in the foyer, more, more able to talk and to communicate with people, I think that'll go a long mm-hmm. way towards building yeah. the church. So some of these things, some of these areas where people are pulled away, um, and I, I don't say that negatively, it's just a reality. Um, I think it'll, it should open up more opportunities for that intentional connection. And I think that plus having more space yeah. is really interesting. I agree. I think that's a good point. I think, yeah. I think another thing I'm excited about is just having the building reflect our values. And what I mean by that is our aesthetic values that we believe that God is the source of all beauty. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. we don't want to just have a utilitarian space. We want to have a beautiful, a beautiful yeah. space. Mm-hmm. And so we want it to, you know, like if you come into our offices, you see a little bit of our aesthetic, but we're dealing with hundred year old buildings. You know, when you stepped in, if you were to step into these cottages um, before we remodeled them, they looked like a Michael Myers movie. I mean, they looked like a haunted house. Like it was just, <laughs> you could see all the way to the ceiling. I think all the way up to the roof, the rafters, the plaster was falling in. It was, it looked like a murder house. And we've cleaned them up and we've remodeled them. We've, we've painted them. Everything, you know, everything looks, it's got a, everything flows together. You know, there's yeah. not a bunch of mismatched furniture from a hundred years and, and yeah. all kind of stuff. It just looks, it just looks nice. And we do a good job of keeping it clean and keeping it maintained. And, um, and the building that we're getting right now it's got about, I don't know, 15 different types of flooring yeah. throughout the building. And so I'm looking forward to just pulling all that up yeah. and unifying it all and making it, making it modern, making it nice, making it clean, yeah. and then doing what we can. Obviously, we can't ch- we're not changing the bones of it too much, yeah. but doing what we can um, to make it beautiful, you know, yeah, to, to reflect the, the aesthetic values that we've got. And then, like, as... Rob said also this it's gonna we have a value of community and so to have a big nice atrium where people can gather and talk and hang out and invite people to MC. Yeah. And then that be a multi purpose space where we can ho- host things like birthday parties or, or uh you know, 
wedding receptions or, you know, uh, what do they call them when, when the showers, baby showers, yeah, yeah, baby showers, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's just going to be, that's good. Speaking of beauty, uh, one thing I, I don't know how I missed this, uh, when we first looked at the building and I haven't been in as much as you all have, but, uh, the worship gathering area, that's that ceiling. I didn't realize how big it, how high it is. Yeah. And I love that in a worship space purely because that was the original intent, you know, of many of these cathedrals, where it was, the, it was to force your eyes up a little bit uh, mm-hmm. to really kind of almost, in a sense, uh, give your sense of perspective of I'm small, God's big, you know. And, and certainly the junior theater does not do that for you <laughs> do yeah. right now. And I, you know, and so I think this space is, it's, I love. And again, I had not really paid a good attention to the wood that is mm-hmm. at the top there, and it's a it's just a high ceiling, and mm-hmm. and it just kind of forces you to think in those more grandeur yeah. kind of ways. So that ceiling, just the material on that ceiling would be about a hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Today. Okay. Wow. So that's one of the reasons why we're mimicking it mm-hmm. in the atrium area. We're not going to do the same yeah. uh, one by twelve or two by twelve boards. That's but we're going to do wood on the ceiling and it's going to be like $40,000. Yeah. But the whole point of it is to draw your eyes up. Yeah. Even when you get in the sanctuary, it drive, draw, draws yeah. your eyes up yeah. and it's going to raise you um, to say, yeah, this is a big space because we serve a big God. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm small. And it, it's a sense of grandeur and glory. And then in that big window I was talking about that's like 12 by 8, <clears throat> we have an artisan in our church who specializes in blown glass and he's been perfecting this art in order to build these giant glass crosses. And he's got all kind of different finishes. He can he sandblasts and does all kind of cool stuff. He's got he can write scriptures on these glass crosses. He's brought them to places like Chicago and and filmed them on the street and he's done all kind of cool things with them. <clears throat> um and he's just an artisan who's wanting to use his craft to glorify God. Yeah. yeah. And so we're going to put one of these giant crosses up in that window and, and it's going to be lit from the inside. Mm. And that, so think of it, it could be, it's going to be clear glass or translucent glass or something like that possibly. And then think about like on Good Friday that it could be lit red. Mm. Yeah. You know, like that whole cross is like lit red on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it could be lit clear or whatever most of the days mm-hmm. or, or whatever. But it, that's going to be visible. It's going to be one of the most uh, visible things that you'll see from the outside of the building. Yeah. Well, this this beautiful lit cross in that glass, and it's going to be one of the most visible things that you're going to see from the inside mm-hmm. as well. So as your eye gets brought up towards the ceiling and, and the wood, and, the gl- and then it's going to get brought right to the cross. Yeah, right, so right to the cross. It's going to be... <clears throat> pretty pretty cool wow. that's awesome yeah. that's good. and I think it'll be a, a beautiful if somebody wants a smaller wedding you know a smaller venue mm-hmm. wedding I think it'll be a, like a chapel it's gonna be a, I think it could be a, a beautiful setting for, for yeah. that as well yeah. that's good Good. that's yeah. good yeah funny thing I mean this seems kind of strange but a parking lot yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you wouldn't think you would value a parking lot but I value the right now you know, it's strung out. We're in three different parking lots. You have to walk, which is no big deal. The walking, well, it can be a big deal here. But uh, so we just met a past the pastor from Hope Church over here to show them our building that they might swap with us when we move in. Yeah. And he types 
the theater into his GPS and it brings him to the pool parking lot. Oh, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's so one of our parking lots is is down yeah. about a hundred steps, yeah. and it's at a pool, and you can walk up to the theater. It's one of our overflow parking, but just that, like you invite somebody to the theater, it's almost impossible to tell them to explain to them where they should where, park. Where should you yeah. park? Yep. 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 So yeah, it, it is so nice to have. Um, 140 something parking spots right there. One flat parking spot next to the church. And then we've got street parking as well. Right. Yeah. So I agree. That's, it's just outstanding. It's funny. The little missional things that, that are important, you know, is like that, you know, mundane, but it's, it's. Well, think of what else we can do with that. We can have block parties. Yeah. We can have men's nights out there Mm -hmm. where we, you know, I'm thinking about having a smoking night where we smoke meat and smoke cigars, you know, uh, we can have that. We're going to, we're going to put a basketball hoop up out there. So for, for us and for the neighborhood to, to use and to use our, use our property. Um, we could have, you know, family picnics and, and bounce houses and church nights. nights. We can have all, we can have all kinds of stuff Mm -hmm. out there. Um, so I, I again I think that's because I, I want to be that um, church that blesses that blesses the neighborhood. Yeah, that's good. Right? Yeah. I think what's really cool too is a lot of people don't probably know this about my story, but I actually went to that youth group and came to faith at that youth group years and years ago, and now I'm the youth pastor slash youth wow. director at that church now, and it's it's just awesome. I mean, one, there was one night where my buddy was like, "Hey, you're gonna ride with me to practice," and I'm I'm like, "All right, awesome." So after school, it was, you know, you come with me, we're going to go have pizza, but you got to come to youth group, then we can go to practice. I'm like, dang, youth group? You know, so at that time, I didn't, I didn't grow up in the church. So um, my mom would put, put us on a bus from time to time to get off our nerves on Sundays, you know, because she, uh, she has five kids. So she's like, all right, just get out of here, right? <laughs> um, so then I was just like, all right, I'll go with you. So we went to pizza because there's a Harris pizza right in that area. Mm-hmm. Then we went to uh, Bettendorf. Um, I, f- I believe it was First Assembly at this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, that night gave my life to Christ, and wow. it was awesome. So what room did you meet in? Uh, we, we, we met in the, uh, the the youth room now. Okay, so upstairs, the current yeah. easement room. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So, yeah. And then that's when I, uh, after that, uh, my buddy actually, um, he moved away. And then that's when I met Jaron, and then I started coming to your youth group. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Wow, another story. Mm-hmm. Come around. I wonder yeah. if there's going to be. Praise God. I knew when like I met that. you, you weren't that saved. Man, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. Hey, man, I was in and out. <laughs> but praise God, right? Uh, that's, uh, that that's is really good. good. That's dude. That's yeah. praise God. Yeah. yeah. He and this is just like he's writing the story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we're for sure. we're characters in the story, mm-hmm. but he's writing the story. Yeah. So this good. is who knows what he's where he's taking us. Who knows what he's doing? But it's. Exciting. Another thing that I'm excited for, and this is going to be funny for you, some of you guys. Well, some of it's funny. Um, I got an office that's a little bit bigger, a eh, little bit significantly bigger, I said, than the office I've got now. Yeah. Um, that's not what I really need. What I, re- but what I'm getting in this office is I'm getting bookshelves, like wraparound custom bookshelves. Yeah. Because I am out of space yeah. in my office. I've got no more space. I've got a whole extra bookcase at home. Actually, I've got. Three different spaces at home uh, that I've got books shoved because I don't have uh, have, don't have space in my office. So I'm looking for uh, the looking forward to having an office, or I'm going to call it. It's my study actually, which Mm -hmm. is a big difference. My study Mm -hmm. that is going to have enough space for all my books and room to grow. Yeah, room to grow. That's right. Uh, The other thing is in this my my office slash study 
is a half bathroom. Hey. And so I don't. And I, it's bright orange. You know, it's, it's a, youth it's colors, a, man. It's, a, it's, a, it's all getting re, it's all getting replaced. But uh, it's nice to have like an ensuite bathroom. You yeah, know, yeah. for me, multiple reasons. One, obviously, because. Uh, I don't have to leave my study and I can stay focused and, and all yeah. that. But also, you know, on Sunday morning, instead of getting ready and before service, it's just yeah. nice, nice to have a, a, yeah. a space like that. Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. That's uh, pretty crazy. I'll be, it'll be interesting in terms of when we come to sacraments and particularly when we come to the baptism, what that's going to be like. So we've never had a baptismal before. So mm-hmm. we're going to, you know, we've always had the trough, and which has been a nice, nice little uh, thing to be put out there. But It'll be fun to have a see how that baptismal works. And, yeah, so and, we have a built-in baptismal yeah, that's yeah. back on the on the stage in the back of the stage, and yeah. which means the elders when they baptize, they'll actually have to get all in the way the in the water. There you with go. Them. Yeah. So we'll probably buy the robes and do the whole robe deal, and um, yeah. and then bap- baptize people in there. Yeah. Um, yeah so that's going to be different. It'll be that'll fun. be exciting. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. good. That's fun. <clears throat> I think another thing is. Um, uh, I am surprised, and you and I have to take the same route, but we live way out there. I mean, we live uh, northwest Davenport, yeah, and yeah, uh, it only took us, I don't know, it takes about 15 minutes from our yeah. from, from our general direction because of how it's just right off I-74, which it, it seems mm-hmm. like when you say 18th Street, you think, oh, man, that's going to have to be drive into that, but yeah. no, not no. at all. Yeah, and I've, I've made it in like less than 10 minutes before. Wow. Mm. Uh, you know, just because if you don't hit any traffic and you get the lights, like for us, yeah. the things that slows you down is, is there's a couple lights. But yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, about 15 minutes at the most mm. from where we are, and we're, we're pretty we're pretty far away. So right off the interstate, mm. really, really close, yeah. really centrally located, which is. Um, which is great. Yeah, we have a family down in uh, Southwest um, Davenport, and I, I was I told them where it was, and I thought, oh boy, you know, maybe a little ways for they, and they go, oh no, River Drive. Mm-hmm. They say you do River Drive to 18th Street. They said it's you just fly uh, mm-hmm. down the river, you mm-hmm. know, kind of if they're up the river, I guess in that case. But uh, they were pretty excited. They are actually it's going to be easier for them to get here than it is. I mean, there than it is at, at our location here. So there's some pretty good. it's access, accessible. So that's pretty cool too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> the other thing obviously um that i know a lot of people are excited about kevin your wife specifically oh yes is that we have a really big a nice kitchen. kitchen yeah so we will have the ability we have a lot of folks in our church that are wanting to eat healthy and and we have a lot of ladies that want to learn how to be become good cooks and be more hospitable to their family and to their MC. And so now we have the opportunity for these uh, ladies to have um, <clears throat> prep nights where they, they make a bunch of meals together and then they share those dinners and whatever, freeze them or whatever at home and, and use them. And also we've got, we can teach, we can have classes on how to, um, how to make spe- special things. I, my wife was talking to me last night about having some kind of <clears throat> homemaker night or something where each woman would bring her specialties like some some specialty and and share that recipe or share how to make it or or, or whatever it is yeah and um just how to you know how to a, a space where these women can be hospitable and share their their gifts and we've got it in the building yeah that's you know good. not only with that we can also have uh funerals now mm-hmm. have wedding rehearsals or rehearsal dinners if we want to we can cater in 
different things. We've got we've got a, a kitchen space mm-hmm. that we can do that. Yeah. Oh, one of the things I'm looking forward to, man, is we're gonna have a this coffee shop area. <clears throat> Where I say coffee shop, you know, it's going to be a coffee area. We're, we're not going to have an espresso machine or anything like that, but we will have a commercial-grade coffee maker yeah. that can make up to um, 20 gallons of coffee an hour. <laughs> That's awesome. An hour. An hour. <laughs> okay. That's an awesome. Hour. Yeah, so when, I, when we were moving into the theater, <laughs> I wanted to have this coffee area, right? I wanted to – and th- this was like pr- back – 12 years ago when most churches didn't have something like this. I have, a, I have a history in coffee. I started a coffee shop a long time ago and really love coffee. And so I wanted to have this coffee area. Well, I bought this. I, I didn't, didn't have much experience with like batch making coffee for, for 200 people at one hour, you know, yeah, or, what, right, or whatever. Right. I mean, it wasn't 200 people at the beginning. It was only like 60 people, but I was just like, I bought the coffee maker off of Amazon or whatever. I got it here. I told everybody about it, gave it to the person that was in charge of it. And they're like, do you realize that this takes two and a half hours to make a pot of coffee? (laughs) So they were going to have to get to the church at like 6 a.m. or something (laughs) to be able to plug this thing in. And we had no, there was no sink in the foyer. There was nothing. And they're like, how about we just go to Dunn Brothers and get and buy coffee? I'm like, all right, fine. So... (laughs) And Dunn Brothers has been really great to us, and we've yeah. we've uh, we've used Dunn Brothers for twelve years now, mm-hmm. and serve their coffee. But personally, I don't drink Dunn Brothers. I don't like that dark uh, of a roast. I like a lighter roast, and so I like you know what we would call the more fruity coffee, which um, three nine two here in the area. And so I would prefer to to brew three nine two now. If we've got people that love Dunn Brothers, we could have both. Um, the ability to brew that fast, and it's a dual. Mm. It's got two different tanks at the same time. Mm. We can brew a dark roast and a light roast, wow. and it's programmable, so you can literally push the button of dark roast and push the button of light roast, and it customizes everything for you. Have inline water filters, the whole deal. So we have the ability in that in our atrium area to make a lot of coffee really fast, and theoretically, we we'll ne- we can never run out. Yeah. Like yeah. right now. By the second service, man, if you're late for the seventh service, yeah. you might no just not, <laughs> you're, you're out. <laughs> you might you might not get coffee. That's right. Oh, Depends on how goodness. thirsty the worship team was that day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so to be able to do that, but then also we can I can host in our atrium area. Yeah. We can host different things where we make coffee. We can have our leadership yeah. trainings and yeah. we can have different stuff yeah. in that area. And I lead Acts Twenty Nine Iowa. Mm. I can have Acts Twenty Nine Iowa meet here, uh, right. and we have a great space to to host them. And um, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that. I think it'll be great too. Our staff can be in one building because <laughs> yeah. right now our staff is spread out throughout all the buildings and we're all over the place. I think we we all kind of meet up in the morning and we have our we get our coffee and we we talk and chat and then everybody goes and disperses in their own area. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that would be awesome. Yeah, and I, so Alex won't get scared over there by himself. <laughs> Alex and Joel. Hey, I got a roommate. Joel's over there with me. <laughs> yeah, it will be nice. Even though we're going to be kind of in two two separate sections that that's not ideal i i i was even dreaming this morning uh when the lord woke me up at 4 a.m i was just dreaming again like of a couple places that if i wanted to we could build and i was thinking like where my office is going to be mine and joel's office is going to be if we wanted to we could take that up in the future we could take that up a story we could build a we could go to, to a second story above that mm-hmm. and then have 
all the offices in that wing, mm-hmm. and then in the wing where the other off you guys' offices are going to be now, that could be more classrooms. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just thought, man, that'd be nice to have only classrooms in that wing and only offices in True. that wing. Yeah. And it's behind the sanctuary, too, so that'd yeah. be... Yeah. yeah. So right now, it will be a little spread out, but... Um, yeah. On roof. Interesting to see if uh, if Joel was here, what he would say, but I'm wondering if he would say he's excited about having... An office where he's actually isn't he going to be. We're going to be doing the podcasting in, or all, all of our, our recordings going to be in that in that that section, or yeah. in in his area. And I think him being, I, you know, right now again, all his stuff is kind of separate, you know, spread spread about and and such. So, I, so Joel is uh, Joel is super creative, and he's just gifted by God in so many ways, and he's obviously so good at what he does when it comes to music, but he's also good. He's a gifted writer. Yeah. He's you know, he's got a new podcast out right now that's just great when he's breaking down hymns. But we are finite human beings. And we, like, we, you know, when you get tired, physically tired, you get less creative. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And so he has been leading and being a part of Setup and Teardown for 12 years. Yeah. That means Saturday nights he come in he comes in and gets started, and then Sunday mornings he gets here way early, and then sets carries that stuff up, sets it all up. Then they have rehearsal on Sunday morning. Then we have prayer and eight thirty service. Yeah. So now that we're going to have one service for a little while, just at nine thirty, every and everything stays set up. Joel is going to. I know Joel would say this. He's looking forward to having that creativity back. Yeah. He's got that margin in his schedule back, his margin in his life back, where now he's going to have creativity to write more music, to do more podcasts, to do more recording. Because yeah. I think in the first couple of years, we recorded a uh, an Advent an Advent album, an Advent mm-hmm. EP, and then we and then they rec- I think did they do another one too, Veiled in Flesh, or was that the al- Advent? I'm not for sure. I can't. I think I'm they did two. I can't remember. I think they yeah. did an, an Advent one and then a regular one, mm-hmm. um, and we haven't done anything since. Hmm. You know because. Um, we grew and just we had to go to two services and multiple yep. things and yep. so I think having the margin for our creative people to be able to come in maybe an hour early on Sunday and get a practice in and hang out and get some coffee and then and then serve once yeah that'd be good and then go be with their family mm-hmm. that's just gonna yeah it's gonna free up yeah. a lot of our people to be more creative and, yeah. and I think Joel. Joel specifically. Yeah. I'm excited about that too, even for youth. I mean, um, some people may not know because they haven't been all the way out to that side of the, the campus <laughs> the at the, the gym. Um, but I, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a regular basketball gym and, um, we bring all of our stuff up from the basement and we set up uh, on one side to, I mean, mics, wires, speakers, all the things. Um, and we got to do that every single week as well. So I think to be able to free that up and be able to be more creative with the kids, start thinking about, um, bigger camps or camps for ourselves. And then also even mission trips and things like that. So mm. really excited well, about that. Think about the aesthetic too. Right now your aesthetic and your, your gym. Yeah. It's a gym. It's a little weird for a gym because yeah. it's got all those, what's, what's, what's on all the windows. Yeah, it's like, it has almost cages. like the, yeah. it feels like it's a gel. Yeah. 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 For, so, sure. Yeah. for sure. For sure. So pr- I think our youth code, they walk in, they're going, Okay, what's this? Well, not yeah. only that, but when they're inviting their friends, it's yeah. like, where is it? Oh, it's at the, it's at the gym on Annie Whitmer. Wait, yeah. isn't that where the Juvie's at? Yeah, yeah, yeah for right. sure. Because there, because yeah. there is, there's, there's a ju- whatever you want to call it, there's yeah. a juvenile delinquent center on our campus. Yep. that's not very far from there. Yeah, yeah. a locked mm-hmm. facility. Yeah, 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 <laughs> a locked for facility. Sure. So kids are like. Parents are probably like, yeah, no. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> You're not going there. <laughs> Maybe when they're official and they have a building, yeah. <laughs> that'll work out. Exactly. But so we're, I'm, I'm excited about exactly. that. Exactly. Yep. And that's the other thing, you know, just 
the, my friends and, and ministry colleagues that have told me that when you get a building like this and you become official, you typically grow, you know, like, yeah. like most people are saying, expect at least a 30% growth mm-hmm. just because you are official now and you're in a neighborhood and you've got a location. And so I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to seeing new faces and people coming to know, know Jesus. I think the way that we do ministry, I think is unique. I think yeah. we are, we have a theologically rich and robust worship gathering. Yeah. We are historically Protestant. We've got some, we're rooted in history, and we're we're rooted in historic Protestant practices. We take communion every single week. I think that's mm-hmm. something that's deeply meaningful, and mm-hmm. um, that people in our in our quad cities, like the the big the churches that are bigger than us. I don't know if any of those churches take communion every week and sh- share these share that our same theology and our same historic Protestant um, beliefs and practices. And so I think. Uh, it's just going to be good. It's going to be good for our, our city. It's going to be good for good for us. I'm looking forward to, to seeing these these folks. And I know uh, we've got a lot of folks in Bettendorf that are just really excited yeah. that yeah. we're we're making our way um, mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, you know? that's good. Yeah. <clears throat> what else? Anything else, guys? Well, I don't. Uh, beyond the fact that you just mentioned that we'll, we're now moving into another city, uh, uh, Bettendorf. Uh, now we get an opportunity to plant a church in. Davenport. Yep. Let's go. That's <laughs> true. So, so here we go. We get a, we get to keep our eyes open for uh-huh. another space or a potential building or whatever we want. And uh, as we grow, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, Lord willing, it'd be great to never go to two services and just plant a new church. Yeah, yeah right? that'd like, be awesome. But whatever. What, what the, if the Lord wants to go two services, we'll go to two services. Sure. Yeah. And we have the ability to grow to yeah. uh, really over over a thousand people mm-hmm. um, with two services. Yeah. And that in that church. And so that's the other thing I'm looking forward to the way that this is going to challenge us as a church to be more hospitable. And, and what I mean by that is, is, um, knowing that new people are coming. So when we planted this church, we planted with a missional strategy that Sunday was primarily for believers Mm -hmm. and, and the rest of the week we were on mission. And so when you invite a neighbor or a friend, you typically would invite them to missional community first. We want to get them engaged in MC, and then maybe they would come to uh, to gather to the gathering later, unless right. they had a, maybe a religious background. Mm-hmm. But when we move into this area, we're going to have a lot of people just from the neighborhood and just church-going people probably come yeah. and check us out because we're closer or we're newer or whatever it is. Yeah. And so that is now going to challenge us to be more uh, hospitable and missional focused on Sunday morning. So right. we're going to change some significant things about the way that we do ministry. We're going to have... We are going to have actually greeters now. We're going to, yeah. um, I'm going to have to swallow my pride and go against a bunch of stuff that I used to teach in the very beginning. And mm-hmm. we're going to actually have a greeters ministry. And we're going to have, um, we're going to have ushers in our mm-hmm. gathering to help people find their seats and to help people and uh, have a more structured worship environment and stuff. We're going to have people that are walking around meant to help people find classrooms and uh, you know where they're going. And that's the other thing, since it's our space. We, we get to put up our own signage, permanent signage, yeah. not the signage that we have to re- put up every, uh, single, every single Sunday. Yeah. So yeah. permanent signage, everybody knows where things are going to go. So, yeah, I, th- I just think there's, man, there's so many good things about this space yeah. that I think these are a few that we've highlighted. And, hey, man, what are you guys, what are your thoughts? What are, what are your thoughts on the building? If you've been through it already, what's your thoughts on how, um, you know, what, 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 what are you most excited about? 
I know some ladies are most excited that we have a bathroom that now has four stalls. Yeah. So after my sermons, after my fairly short and concise sermons, <laughs> they <laughs> they actually have four stalls in one bathroom, and they've got multiple bathrooms in, in the building as well. So they're not going to... I usually go out after I'm done, and after we do communion, and there's like a line out the door <laughs> for the ladies' restroom. So I know yeah. lots of ladies are excited about that. We've got a... We're also going to have a nursing mom's area in the building. They don't have to walk down to our cottages. Yeah. Um, there's just going to be so many ways that this is just going to be more hospitable yeah. for our uh, for our church, and I'm just really thankful to God. Praise so, God. And we just want to give give glory to God. And I think, too, before we end, I, th- I think just be thankful for all of our elders, right? There's, they've been going through a lot of uh, processes, trying to get the building, looking for buildings, walking through buildings and all the things and, you know, giving their flowers early now, you know, because we, we got to this process. And I think uh, we just want to say a big thank you to all the elders um, for the process and, um, and getting us here. So It has been a process. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. So just so you guys know, um, we are, not all of us, three of us, two of us are smoking cigars, mm-hmm. but we all have a little bit of bourbon today yeah. it's celebratory bourbon we cracked a bottle because we closed on the building yesterday yeah. if you're interested it is a bardstown discovery series eight it is glorious yes. it is really good and we're drinking this and smoking this to the glory of god Amen. and we're just thanking god for um for this provision who knew that he was going to give us this building and uh man it's been great yeah so to god be the glory yeah. and now we've got four at least four months of some backbreaking, challenging work yep. that we're going to need all hands on deck. So if you haven't filled out the form that want, you want to volunteer and help us, uh, send me an email, Justin Dean at sacredcitychurch.com. I'll get you on the list. We're going to have a work day coming up. When this email comes, when this message, this comes out the next Saturday, we're going to have a work day. We're going to pull up carpet and do some demo. So anybody, anybody that's, uh, Got a strong back or just or wants to help in any way. We're more than welcome yeah. to help. So all right guys, to God be the glory. We love you. We're praying for you. God bless. Talk to you soon.